0: Okay, so this week we're going to talk about the conflict that's going on in Ukraine between the Russians and the Ukrainians. So Putin finally went in, you know, he was tired of the... He's basically tired of screaming and telling NATO and America that like, you know, stop putting me in a position where I have to basically play a defense, you know, a defense role. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the fact that I think it was like around 2013... There was a voicemail that came out that you know america's planning to throw basically the regime that's controlling the the ukraine government at the time with a new government like they had a plan and putin heard about this and then he's like oh my god i thought i was friends with these guys what is going on since then putin basically started planning okay he's like i can't trust these people if these people are planning that you know my next door i'm gonna be next And I think that's very rational. But Putin, for his part, did everything he can to make sure the puppet he had in Ukraine never joined, you know, EU, no matter what. So after the Ukraine president said no to EU, the whole country goes erupt. Because if one thing to understand is that, like, you know, there's a lot of people in Ukraine who do want to join Euro, you know what I mean? And there are a lot of people in Ukraine who don't want to join Euro. You know, it's, I think we should understand that part. A lot of times we only see the people who do want to join NATO. That's kind of the only narrative we see. Putin basically went to Asia and got together everybody. the All the stands, Kyrgyzstan, Zyrgyzstan, you pick it. All the stands came together and included China in there. Yes, you might be saying China and Russia friends, no way. But again, he had no choice because the West just wouldn't listen to him about how dangerous he felt. He even had a press conference with like a bunch of Western media and he basically said, we know the United States is has like advanced weapons, you know, advanced missiles that can reach way, way too close to us and we just don't have that capability. So when a country like that is becoming friends with our neighbor and they wanna bring their weapon that close to our territory, like in what world do you think we would let that happen? That is obviously a national threat. If something go haywire between us they can just press a button and they can just kill us. And something like he said, the missile go as far as 500 to 1,000 kilometer. You know what I mean? So he's like, yo, that's pretty close. I, I don't want this in my backyard. We had something like that in your backyard and we agreed that like, you know, that is pretty crazy. And we understood that. And he was just frustrated because he's like, I can't believe you guys want to understand that point. Think about the Soviet, uh, think about the Cold War that happened with the Cuban crisis. That was the same argument, and we believed it. We agreed on it, but now, you know, you guys are not listening. Basically, that was his thing. So he went to Asia, so in his mind, he's like, I have no choice but to, you know, join China. So he joins China. China was somebody who's also having the kind of same problem Russia's having. Authoritarian government, you know, who just don't get along with America. That's basically it. So anyway, so they come together and they create like an Asian alliance all together. And America's like, and I join? They're like, and they're like, hell no, you can't join. This is just us. But the one one thing Russia did was make sure to add India into that alliance. So that makes it just a little bit, you know, excitement. Whatever India India is basically the buffer between China and in China and Russia. So let's say if so let's say like you know Russia doesn't agree with something China's doing. Russia got the backup. And not just that, and not just that, just late last year, uh, what is it? The dictator in Kyrgyzstan, he basically did a whole coup and took over the whole government and with the help of, you know, Putin. Putin is a guy who basically now has control of Asia, okay? So let's say if he wanted to go against the West, he has basically customers that he can put all his eggs on. So anyway, so... So for five years, that's all Putin does. He makes sure he just creates some kind of a trust between... He does that. So yeah, so for Putin's part, he was ready. Now, let's go to Ukraine. Right when Ukraine and America got rid of the guy who didn't want to join Euro, they basically got another guy in there. And the the guy is like some dude who was a comedian who played to become a president. But now he basically started running for president. And he was getting support from America. And he was also getting support from... uh, one of the oligarchs that lives in that country. And this guy specifically, he hated Russia, okay? And he wanted to join Ukraine with the EU for, I'm sure, you know, money reasons. So anyway, he basically funded this guy, made sure he became president. This guy had become president, and, you know, people are pretty happy. He's pro-West, all that. And the American government, like, you know... <laughs> They're sending all their kids down here and they're making money. You know, I've, the, one of the scandals that we heard about was the Biden's kid. You know, where he was getting a bunch of money from there. But even 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 McRomney. OK, let's not make it seem like it's just the Democrats. It's all of them. Anyway, so they're, make, they're making money on there because Ukraine has a bunch of resource. I believe Ukraine is the poorest country in Europe right now. So it's pretty, you know, fresh with a bunch of resource. You know, get your hands on it kind of thing. And very corrupt. That's the one thing I understand. And usually when a place is very poor, corruption is right there next to it. But anyway, so this guy becomes president and Putin doesn't like this guy because Putin knows this guy is a phony, okay? One thing dictators don't like is other phonies, okay? Because they're phonies. And then he heard that, you know, uh, Ukraine started getting bold, okay? They started pushing Russia as well, okay? President Zelensky, somewhere, I think it was like around March, he's like, we are taking back Crimea. What? What? You're taking back Crimea, and you're. I'm thinking. You're thinking to yourself. Why would he say that? Because the new president, the Biden administration that came in, they were literally, basically, like you know, calling Putin a killer and all this. Even to the point that, like, you know, when they went out and meet Chinese delegation, the whole administration just doesn't have no idea what's going on in geopolitics because. They're talking to Russia and China like they're not friends. To the point Putin and Beijing have to remind these guys, like, yo, we're we're homies, like we're pretty friends. Okay. For Biden's administration part and the EU and NATO, they were just basically antagonizing Russia any way they can. And, you know, Ukraine just got more bolder to the point that they're like, we're gonna get our regions back. And Putin was not gonna let this happen, mostly because I mean, East of Ukraine, most of those people who live there, they love Russia. They're about him. You know, you might not agree with them, but that's their choice. They'd rather join Russia than join, you know, NATO. So, and he knows, he knows that. And then he's like, hey, if that's what you want, you know, that's basically an excuse for him to go in there and be like, I'm protecting these regions because they don't want to rejoin. Uh, what is it? They don't want to join Ukraine. They want to go on their own separate. And I, they have no support from you guys anyway. And what Ukraine was trying to do is basically get those territories back under their control. So that was basically the little fight that was going on there. April 4th, China Olympic is happening. America's not going. Everybody's boycotting it. But you know who's there? Russia. Russia was straight up there. This is a statement from both of them on April during the Olympic. Friendship between two states has no limits. There are no forbidding areas of cooperation. That's a pretty big deal. You get what I'm saying? They're like, there's not a one place where we don't agree on. So, I mean, at that point, and Putin just signed a new uh, Russia deal, you know, the new gas deal with them, that let's just say if Germany's like, no, dude, we're done with this, if Europe as a whole just said, we're done with this, it doesn't matter. He has a whole customer. So, he's basically getting prepared for any kind of sanctions that happen to him, you know, to just relieve it. So, anyway. All, right when that happens, right when he signed it, the Olympics is over, he's in. He attacks, he goes in, and his claim is basically, you know, these regions should be independent because Ukraine wants to attack these regions and they don't want to join Ukraine. And also the fact that, like, you know, Ukraine is just getting over overhead and thinking that, like, you know, they can just join NATO, like, they're free in any way. <laughs> that's, that's basically his point. And the backlash began immediately, okay? I don't think Putin understood how much his, uh, what is it, public persona is hated. Like, the West hate everything about Putin. The, the way Putin, people look at him is just like, he's this uh, spy, guy who's a spy, basically a gangster spy, now he's controlling Russia. Like, if he doesn't like somebody, he can just poison them, you know, regardless of what country they are. Same thing with Khashoggi situation where the Saudi prince just went to Turkey and killed that dude just like that and nothing happened. But let's go back to Ukraine president. So anyway, so in his term, you know, at the beginning he was getting high rated, people liked him, whatever. But the last few the last year or so, his rating has been plummeting because people found out the guy who helped him get to where he was at, he's basically a Nazi sympathizer. Okay? Well, I don't, I don't, hundred percent know, but that's the that's the claim they're making. They're saying that like this guy is working with the Nazi because in Ukraine, basically in the east region of it, a lot of Nazis. See, when Nazi was going on, that's they came through there, so there's still a lot of Nazis there, and a lot of people are saying like the president himself is Jewish. Why would he be working with any kind of Nazi people? Uh yeah, I want you to know this. That's you're the only one who's thinking it that way. He he's not thinking it that way. He's, he's not even thinking that he's jewish even the nazis are not thinking about like we're working for a jewish guy it's about causes what are our causes okay so anyway the guy who was funding these nazis was basically telling them like anybody who talks bad to the president you kill him i don't know if you heard a story that came out about a mayor just got killed and they were claiming that he was like a uh, russian sympathizer or he was he was sending the kremlin messages uh, regardless what that is do you just kill him i mean is there not is it not rule of law exactly there is no rule of law there okay this is a, a very corrupt poor country do you understand so it's very hard to trust anybody in here like so anyway so this guy is basically doing everything he can to push everybody towards eu so you know they can make more money whatever he's like a billionaire now how is this this guy was a comedian now he's a billionaire this is one of the poorest countries in the world. Really think about this. And another thing to think about is like, first off, he did antagonize them. Yes, in the help of America, telling him like, we'll back you or training the their military or whatever. But dude, this is your country. He knew exactly, if he was smart enough, if he was smart, if the president of Ukraine was smart or cared about his people in any way, he would not tell them to get armed up and go to war against Uh, a world power like who he obviously know that like regardless of how long this goes russia will 100 percent defeat ukraine because ukraine army doesn't exist okay i meant like in the comparing them to russian army there's a lot of story about you know uh the last few days like oh russia didn't take over fast enough so therefore they must be having a hard time in all this but like no dude you don't know you don't know maybe this was the strategy maybe they're like you know, we'll just go in there, we'll just keep the peace. And maybe in their mind, they were hoping for fewer days, but the fact like this dude, you know, the West is basically arming these people, these ordinary people, these are like just some dude, like people like me, like I don't want to go to war. He's basically, there's a creed that's going on that only women and uh, young children can leave town. Anybody's above 18 and it's a man have to fight like you have to fight you get what i'm saying what if you're like a russian and you don't want to fight and you actually believe that you should join the russian side or you should just you believe that you shouldn't join anybody you just stay neutral you know but no apparently that can't be possible so now that like a lot of people are fleeing and most of them fleeing because they don't want to go to war they're afraid of it and that's not to say that there aren't a lot of people who are there who do want to sacrifice for their country, who do believe that they are independent. They don't need anybody telling them what to do, especially Russia. That's what they feel like. And for a Ukraine president, wh- why would you do that to your people? Like, he knew the outcome of this. Okay. So now it's just like we're waiting for Putin basically to end it. And we've been seeing horrific pictures of like people just, you know, building destroyed. And uh, A lot of it is blamed on the president again. This is the guy who's saying you have to go to war. You have to fight knowing that they're not going to win. They're just not going to win. And most of these guys from like Ukraine side and the Russia side, like these guys all know each other. They're like homies and shit. They went to school. The generals went to school together and everything. So they're not going to kill each other. There's even like uh, people talking about like people getting escorted out. A lot of, like, uh, the whole reason why Russia is trying to score people out is, like, to convince the Ukraine army is telling them, like... Because they have them surrounded, by the way. Like, this war is over. But anyway, so just telling them, like, hey, if you just lay your weapon down or whatever, we'll just let you go. You just come to the Russian side. You know what I mean? And that's happening a lot more than you might think is happening. Okay? So, really, we're only hearing one side. Now the president is, like, saying, if anybody dies, you know, it's on the west is on the west blood ah uh, no bro it's not our fault it's your fault and really people who are feeling terribly sad about this is like uh georgia same thing happened to georgia they were trying to join uh nato russia was like nah and that happened i don't remember that getting as much explosive as the russia thing is happening right now it's no different the moral of the story is leave putin alone bro okay and now that the fact that Everybody, SWIFT Bank, you know, canceled the transaction. All, everybody, FIFA Federation basically said Russia can't play. The game from the champion league final moved from Russia to like somewhere else. And another thing that's going on saying that, you know, uh, Putin planted this. Like he's planning on basically putting the Soviet Union back together. I don't think so. I don't think he's trying to put no Soviet Union back together. Because the Soviet Union together, he knew, it's not the same as today. They don't have that power. They don't. Florida makes more money than them. So, I don't know how he can conquer anything. So, I think, honestly, what he's trying to do in Ukraine is simply making sure that they never join NATO in any way. Think about it. If Russia had missiles in Mexico, do you think we would let that happen? Honestly, we would not let that happen. Rightfully so, by the way. This idea of, like, countries can just, should be fine. I get that. That's true. You know, there's a lot of countries that live next to each other who don't have to, like, have some kind of buffer zone, as they would call it. But... I'm sorry, dude, it's a whole different situation when it comes to like China, America, or if it's like Russia. It's a whole different ballgame. And you might not like it or not, but that is reality. I think now we just wait mostly. And all these sanctions they put in on Russia, I don't know how this is helping anybody. You know, gas prices is going up, but not just that. What is What is Europe going to do? You know, is this... Is this finally mean that you know Germany is going to wake up to the fact that renewable energy is just not for them? It just costs too much money, and not just that. It's just like if you're an environmental person, you want to help the environment. Why would you be closing down your nuclear power plant? That's the best solution. They literally closed like three, and their goal is to close all of them. And what? Be more dependent on Russia? It just makes no sense, you know. And the other thing a lot of people are saying is like, you know, sanctions never worked. You know, sanctions on the Koreans didn't work. Sanctions on North Korea didn't work. Sanctions on, uh, what is it, Cuba didn't work. Like sanctions just don't, sanctions don't work, okay? And these sanctions are like getting rid of Russia from Swiss Bank. That just means they'll just move all their thing to China. Is that better? I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, only time can tell. But that's all I can say about that. And, you know, I just hope that you don't just look at it from one. There's a lot of coming out. There's so many information. And there's so many propagandas from all the sides. Okay. But one thing is clear to us again. This Biden administration knows nothing. Nothing. It's, It's crazy. You know, from Trump administration, where the main guy the problem was the main guy, Trump himself. Now. It's the whole administration from the top to everybody is just terrible. So, you know, I just can't wait until we get out of this roller coaster. I mean, it, it looks like it's to the point that, like, we might go to war. You know, they're, they're literally forcing uh, Russia to go to war because we're in the position where now we cancel everything. And we'll if we find out that, like, you know, China is still supporting them, what are we going to do? We tell China to stop supporting Russia. And then what happens? Like, this is a lot. I mean, mostly for, you know, China. We'll finally know at least where China stands, okay? Because they're they're basically getting squeezed from both sides. This is the two biggest market. These are basically their two lifeline. They can't let go of these two because the other option they would have had was India, but they don't like each other. You get what I'm saying? So complex. But I'm hoping there's no war. Uh winter is definitely coming for europe i don't know what their solution is going to be and i'm hearing that russia is like basically made a list of their enemies and telling them you ain't getting any of our things uh i am afraid for uh egypt you know for not getting their grains all the all the african countries that are getting their grains from russia that's going to be heavy hopefully it's not impacted in any way but Only time will tell, man. I just don't think this is a good idea. You know, we had so much influence in Russia. Now we left and all these sanctions, in my eyes, just hurt the average people. You know, it doesn't hurt like the top echelon of, you know, oligarchies. They're all fine. They're all getting paid regardless because they were ready for this. They all got ready for this. I think this dude had a reserve of like ridiculous amount of money. And I know their market crashed, but now it's predicted like the ruble is going to go back to like you know it's going to start going up it's going to start trending up in like you know in the next few months or so so i don't i don't know i don't know what's going to happen i don't know if this is good for the west i don't know if this is good for putin uh i don't know if this is good for the europe as a whole i don't know it's definitely not good for ukraine i mean the only loser in this is ukraine they they've lost so much you know so yeah we'll see we'll see more more will come out i'm sure about it but the idea that like you know Putin just is being erratic and doing this and like he wasn't pushed it's ridiculous like there's even news now coming out that like America was basically planning um some kind of chemical weapon with Ukraine again it couldn't be it could be propaganda for sure but hey this is the general he went on tv and talking about this okay so but anyway more to come uh i just hope we don't get into war with them this is ukraine's fight this is not our fight we should really not be motivating these people who are not are not going to beat this they're not going to win the war. so stop telling ukraine people go fight and killing themselves you know this could be this could be limited just like the georgia you know georgia finally realized you know what you're right you're big and better we'll just deal with it because sucks but that's just you know That's just the current situation. It'd be best to work with Russia than against them. But anyway, that's it. Bye.